It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is George Romero. You're listening to Zombie Cast. Hey. This is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to Zombie Cast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode three fourteen, where I'm Sean. I am Matt, and I am Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of Zombie Cast this week. We want to thank you, no matter where you get us iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, click the Discord link, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies, mingle with us here on the show as we love, mingle with you guys here on ZombieCast. If you want to hear us live, they cannot join us live on all devices, Amazon Echo, Google Home, Alexa, play all games radios. All you got to do, it automatically comes with the TuneIn app, uh, all handheld devices, gaming consoles, add the TuneIn app and add all games radio, the free version. Version to hear us live here every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, no matter where you're at in the world. And we do want to remind you guys to go to zombieresearchsociety.com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And while you're browsing, you can listen to ZombieCast in podcast form over there on the very front page of the zombieresearchsociety.com. We do want to thank Mr. Matt Moak, Zombathon, Cameron, all those guys over there, George Romero, the late George Romero, all those guys over there at the Society for Having ZombieCast is the one and only official radio show of the ZombieResearchSociety.com. And while you're over on the social medias, go to Facebook and you go to Twitter and you like and follow ZombieCast World, both under that uh, ZombieCast World. And love us on some social medias. Is that we love mingling with you zombies 
all week. Guys, it's been a couple of weeks. I've really missed you guys. I missed hanging out. I missed the zombies. I missed doing the show. Matt, Ted, how are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good. I'm great. I talk to you guys like every single day, so I don't really miss you. But I miss doing ZombieCast. <laughs> I miss talking about horror. I miss talking about all these great movies we watched over the break. So I'm glad we're back. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about some of that stuff this week. But Ted, dude, you got a, you got a nice crisp voice like Matt was saying, man. Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Radio man, now. I, I hope it's. I hope it sounds better. My mic. Uh, I've always been out of out of my league with uh, Sean and Matt. Sean and Matt have nice equipment. I was doing this show on a Kraken uh, headset, Kraken. and there was a lot of clicking and shit. Like when you would talk, your jawbone is like hitting the you know the um, the earpiece, and it's causing clicking and all this bullshit. So I, I now have uh, one of those fancy Yeti mics with a pop filter and yeah. all that bullshit that everyone's always you got to get the yeti man you got to do podcasting and record shit you got to get the yeti okay brah so i finally got a yeti so hopefully it's a it's a big step up and i don't sound like a uh, hot garbage because i've been editing these shows and making them better right? mm-hmm. you know and when i go back and listen to all three of our audio i'm like god my audio sucks i'm bringing the whole show down yeah i never said and i never really and I never noticed it for the last, like, few episodes that when I started editing them. I'm like, Well, see, I, I've got the old Snowball for a little podcasting tip. But, yeah, I got my Snowball back, I guess, whenever they first come out. They were, like, 150 back then. I think you get it for, like, 50 bucks now. Uh, but it, it's a, a, a little more peppier Snowball than what they make now. It's got a little more controls and stuff, the older kind. Uh, but the Yetis, man, uh, my son has a Yeti, and they're nice because, you know, you can hear your voice. You can tell if you're hot on the mic. And uh, you you can kind of crisp yourself as you're speaking. Uh, those are really nice, really really nice. It's also like I'm talking right into it. And I'm super loud, and it's not blowing out or anything. Yeah, and I I did a, a recording for the VGO app. I actually did that just to test the mic. I was like, I want to record something to test the mic. So I did this like 30 minute talk about a video game. Yeah, yeah, and it was like this is this is great. And what one thing it's great about it is. When I do that show, the scary games thing, I'll record bits, and then like the next day, I'll come back and record more. And using a headset, it's hard to make the audio sound the same. Right. You know, it's like it's my voice will sound completely. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like in it, the, the show. If you listen to those shows, my voice kind of part to part sounds very different. But on a, these these Yetis, you know, like you record it, you come back the next day. There's like a there was literally like a sentence in there. That was factually wrong. Right. Yeah. So I just quickly, re- I yeah, quickly re-record my voice saying, and then blah 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 blah, and I edit it in, and it is completely seamless. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with it. It does. So far, you know, so. I guess the, the more the, the better the mic you have, it sucks the bass out of your out of your voice into the recording and the real crispness and the boo. But uh, it, it is good, man. But you know, you always sound fine to me, Ted. You always, you know, I was impressed with your headset. Well, thanks. Um, I'm just nitpicking myself, maybe, but uh, I'm happy to have a nice mic. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of podcasts, that they're side-by-side, side, like Leo Laporte, and where everybody, say, like, if me, you, and Matt were side-by-side side recording through a mixer into a microphone, that that's how you would just get the, like, the craziness good voice. Uh, but, you know, maybe, maybe we can meet up and do a podcast sometime in the flesh. Maybe we can just move to Canada, Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys come up here. We'll get an office. There's some good office space next door. <laughs> We'll yeah. do it up. Yeah. Make this an industry. I'm down. I'm down. So the holidays were over. You guys, we're going to be getting into the birdcage talk. We've got some uh, Walking Dead news. The bird? Wait, whoa, whoa. What's the bird? The, we're watching the Robin, yes, the Williams, Robin Williams movie, uh, The Birdcage? The flamboyant. Uh, you know, the guy, his dad's marrying, you know, is getting married, and the boyfriend comes over, and Nathan Lane. And it, it, it's just a, a it, good 
and Hank Azaria is prancing around in his hot it pants. Is, it it's is. a bit, it's a bit scary. So I think we can get into it. Yeah, I think. Well, they matches. did just announce Soldier Seventy Six is gay, so <laughs> this would be a good day to talk about uh, to talk about uh, the birdcage. Yep. Yeah, but also we're going to talk, be talking Bird Box. Uh, I want to kind of give my honest opinion. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, it, I was a little hyped when I first started talking about it, but, you know, I got to thinking about it, but I want a, a true, honest opinion, not a fanboyish, uh, you know, but, but, and, and I just want to talk how Netflix just nailed it, planning this movie to come out whenever everybody had the week off, and uh, how it's just, uh, uh, you know, business wise, it was uh, just nuts what this movie did, but we're going to be talking about that in Walking Dead news, and uh, just kind of, kind of uh, hanging out. You know, we're all season here at the Walking Dead. For the new listeners out there, we are a twelve months show. Uh, always during Christmas, there's a week here, there, two weeks that we're not able to record. But uh, you know, even though we're all season from the Walking Dead, the TV shows and all that, and well, Z Nation I think got canceled uh, recently, so that that won't be coming back around. But you know, it's uh, we're we're always here talking horror. We're more of a comedy show. A lot of you guys, you've got new Macs and computers for Christmas from Santa. So some of them little podcast players, you know, you guys never had a phone before. But uh, if there's any of you guys, <laughs> we're, uh, we are a zombie cast, but we talk uh, the, the genre of horror. But I think, you know, we're more on the, which uh, you know, we're comedy. I would say we're a comedy show talking about things that we like. That's a lot of pressure on us, though. Let's just say we're casual. Casual. That, and occasionally we're funny. Because I, I, I don't want people labeling this a comedy show. Right. Hey, because then we got then we got to be. We're not, we're not that. We're pretty. I think I'm like one of the funniest people in the world. But I mean, not yeah. that funny. Hey, Ted, you got ten Canadians in a bar, right, and one American. And uh, well, I'll get to that later. I'll, I will hold the comedy, Matt. <laughs> but, I, well, but, well, but you're well, right, we'll Matt. For, we'll look forward right, to that. We are a casual yeah. show, but but it's not. You know, just don't let the word zombie cast run you guys away because you know we, we talk. All kinds of stuff. Sean, 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 they're here. They're listening. They're listening. Don't worry about it. What? They're already here. Well, I'm just trying to bring them in. They're not going anywhere. Uh, but, all right, uh, what's next? Don't, don't overcompensate. I'm sorry. I, I got you off your game. Let's talk, you know, let's, let's roll right into it. Let's roll into The Birdcage, because this is one of my favorite uh, Nathan Lane movies. My favorite uh, Robin De Niro. Robin De Niro? Robin, um, Jeebus. Williams. Robin Williams films. Oh boy, guys! I am still in holiday mode. My brain is so fuzzy right Me now. Me too, man. I really am. And the kids have been on it so bad with going back to school and stuff. It's uh, mm. it's uh. And Freeman mom even said, you know, just getting up in the mornings and it's just uh, especially her because she stayed out with the kids all you know those couple of weeks and took time with them. So it's really been rough getting back into it. Yeah, it's tough. I I, I had to go back to work. Well, I, I work from home, but I had to actually get back into routine and I. Sit in front of my computer. I can't get into the mode. Me so. neither. Me neither. Oh, well. But uh, yeah, Bird Box. I do want to talk Bird Box. You know, Netflix released this. I saw commercials for it forever, and I literally thought, "Hold on a second. Let me get my wife to stop the vacuum cleaner." <laughs> Jesus! Don't push her down the stairs. Yeah, you fucking throw her down the stairs. Jesus, Sean. We talked about this. You can't do Okay, I'm back. Podcast. Sorry. Sorry. You get kicked off for sorry that. that. Sorry for that loud noise. Uh, but, but Angie, Angie, say something, Angie, so we know you're okay. Oh, no. I, I kicked a, a mirror over whenever I ran back in. <laughs> Ted, should we call the cops? Yeah. You keep Sean busy, very, Ted. Very uh, that's, that's, that, that's, uh, that's, that's your ballpark there, uh, Matt, calling yeah. the cops. You I, I apologize. I'm off my game so much. 
But Birdcage, I want to talk about Birdcage because, you know, I saw previews for this several weeks before it came out. I thought this was going to be a theater movie. I, I didn't even know that it was a Netflix movie. And then all of a sudden, I, I started seeing all these people seeing Bird Box, Bird Box, everywhere, Bird Box, Bird Box. And then, you know, guys at work, they're like, no, man, it's in the theater and it's on Netflix. You know, you, you kind of choose what you want to do. So... Was it ever in a theater? This was just Netflix. No, no, it's a straight-to-Netflix uh, exclusive. Right, right. And, and yeah. I, seeing the previews, I was like, yeah, I, I want to see it. And actually, the previews sucked me into where they were playing it so much. And I heard some people say, man, this come from nowhere. I never even saw a preview. I saw previews everywhere about this thing uh, here in North Carolina. It was like, you know, no matter what channel I turned to, the Bird Box trailer w- would come on. And uh, the ad for it, trying to pimp it, and it's release date and stuff. So, did you guys see it on the TV? Any? I never saw. It. I never saw it on the television. No, I just. I just saw pictures on the internet. People talking about bird bags coming to Zibit twenty first, and there's just some picture of of Sandra Bullock with a a blindfold on, and that's all I knew about it. Sandra Bullock with a blindfold. Yeah, and, yeah. And you know, I, I just honestly didn't know what it was, but. Uh, did you guys see it right away after Christmas or what? Because I was probably a week late, something like that, to it. I don't know. I think I caught it early into the hype because uh, the backlash hadn't started yet and the memes were just kicking up. And I knew it was, I like you, like you I, I saw a ton of ads for this. I guess it must have been like targeted ads on my Facebook because everywhere I went was this Bird Box movie. And Netflix yeah. had it like front and center on their, like, their landing page. So I'm like, all right, I guess uh, we should give this a shot. So I think what, what we watched it. Yeah, over the holiday break, just one afternoon. Yeah, I watched it Christmas Eve night. Ooh, so you were early, church. literally, literally, like, like, yeah, like Christmas Eve after church, we we put it on and watched it, and so it's a uh, yeah. I'll talk about I think talk about the movie in a minute. <laughs> uh, and there was a burning question starting to develop. Uh, someone in chat or our personal chat is wondering what it was. And so we should have a debate because I'm pretty adamant that I think I know what it was. And by the way, this is going to be a spoiler cast. But I'm pretty sure it was obvious what was afflicting these there's, people. There's pictures out of it that they took out of the movie. Have you guys seen the picture of the beast? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're... James, James McAvoy from Class? <laughs> <the Beast. laughs> but no, I haven't seen it, but I have listened to podcasts where they're like, yeah, you know, Sandra Bullock insisted that they took it out. And that we never saw it. And she was kind of the reason that we never saw the one thing. But they said it kind of like a baby or, or something. I just I just watched the video on that. Yeah, that's what I was watching for the show, uh, Matt. Uh, the, the They had, like, photos of what it was Sandra Bullock was, would see. Okay. Well, but, 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 everyone saw their worst nightmare, right? So yes. what, what you saw, what that monster was, would be in her mind. A right, monster, like a, right. A mutated, a mutated kid or something like that, or like a demon kid or something like that. She, she, like Sandra Bullock saw like a mutant baby monster because she was pregnant. Yeah. So she saw this like evil, it looked like some sort of golem monster that was a baby. Wait, wait she never saw them though. Well, that's what she was going to see. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, if they showed us, they they were going to show it, and then they cut it out. Uh, that would make any sense because she'd uh, unless she like was strong enough. Hey, we should we should reverse a little bit. So the whole plot is that it, it's just an average day. Then all of a sudden, people it, it's like the happening. Remember with uh, Marky Wahlberg? Exactly. Yeah. It is exactly like the happening. So like we don't know what's happening. Everyone's just committing suicide, mass suicide. Uh, we find out soon enough that it's because they're seeing something that drives them insane. 
And so uh, Sandra Bullock and her sister are driving down the road. Her sister just, like, sees something, starts crying, and, and just, like, veers them into an oncoming uh, car and crashes the car. That's what it drives people to do. And then the world goes to shit. God, that was... So, Sa- uh, Sarah, Sarah Paulson, by the way, from uh, from Glass. She's in Glass, but also mainly from American Horror Story plays the sister. I'm a big Sarah Paulson fan. I like her. I was actually yeah. thinking... I wish that uh, spoils. I, I wish uh, Sandra Bullock got hit by the truck, and the movie starred uh, Sarah Paulson because she's way better so, than Sandra Bullock. I didn't like. I didn't she like is, though, her. Ted, I completely agree. But I, did, I, did, I honestly didn't like that lady's acting. Well, no, it, I don't know. Maybe I, it was Sandra her Bullock act or and Sandra. I'm sorry. I know you're listening. I'm, this, uh, you're, you're an amazing actress, Sandra. But I just didn't. I didn't feel it with Sarah Paulson. Maybe you give it a little what? more emotion. But I don't think I'm a Sarah Sandra Bullock fan at all either. Her, her sassiness, directness, all women, women, women attitude all the time in every yeah. role she plays. Powerful women yeah, really, yeah. Uh, intimidate you, I know. Do, do powerful women scare you, Sean? Yeah. No, you know, but it makes me want to high-five <laughs> Jesse James, her ex-husband, sometimes. The way that she acts. Why? Because she, well, well, this, we're uncovering a deep root <laughs> thing here. So it's because she is confident and she's, uh, and she's a strong woman that you don't like her? Well, she... If you take her in this movie, she was the same character in to where she was wanting to be the cop. It just seems like she's always the same character, except for in Speed, maybe. But Sandra Bullock's okay. kind of like, for me, like Sam Jackson. She's just, she can never be not Sandra Bullock in a movie. Does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's I like every other Samuel actor. Jackson's just Samuel Jackson, or most things. He's just Samuel Jackson. I mean, she had a reason to be uh, pretty, you know, dour and upset. I mean, she was pregnant. She didn't really want to be pregnant. I, I got the sense. That was the whole theme of the movie, right? She didn't think she'd have a connection to her kids. Right. So we, she was scared of having kids because she was like, I don't know if I'll love this yeah. thing in my belly. So, and then all of a sudden, she's in a situation where she has to risk her own life and make terrible choices to save the baby in her tummy so right right and, and you know and even the doctors because even i didn't i didn't realize when the movie started that, that she was kind of that type of mother i thought whenever she was at the doctor and she was like yeah let's go have a shot of liquor and i was like man that doctor's awful harsh on her but evidently the doctor knew that she was not happy about this kid and that's whenever she's like here's the adopt adoption pamphlet and this or the other i, I saw she was quick to be pushy but i didn't realize that she really didn't want the baby. Right. I thought maybe yeah. the doctor was overruling her. So, so th- th- like you said, Matt, the, the, the evil in this movie, once you see it, you see your worst nightmares, right? So, let's pause for a second. Ted, if you were to see the bean and Matt, what would it be? And, I, and I'll go first. My, my biggest fear of a way to die is this, and I think I've told you here on ZombieCast before. This is what would happen. My car would flip over. I would be upside down. Water would be easily uh, steeping to me. I would be stuck in my seatbelt. Driver sides down, and it's kind of water's kind of filling up, dude. And I know thirty yeah. seconds before I'm about to drown. But what image would drive you insane, though? Like not experience, oh, but what? What God, would you that see takes my that breath, dude. Just fucking thinking about that. I mean, it literally. <laughs> I have. Would you see I have it, panic you see attacks car about water this pouring out of the wheel, pouring out of it up here? Sean's would be an iPhone dropping. Just imagine that though, upside down smashing in a car, man, and knowing you're about you're getting ready to drown because the water's gonna. I mean, it literally, I, dude. I mean, it makes me shaky thinking about that. Uh, an image. Well, Sean, mine would be seeing my family dying because I'm not selfish. Yeah, uh, my, that that would be mine too. So I, I guess seeing my family die, but as a fear in itself. 
Ted, go. I, I, I don't. I don't. Honestly, don't know. I think you know. On, for me, it would be seeing Ted hug another man. Ooh, I think ooh. that would drive me insane. Yeah, it's true because we're so close. We, uh, I would never hug another man uh, without Matt's permission. Yeah, Ted hug me. Without my consent. Well, you had my consent at that time. Oh no, but for real, I think it would be like. Um, yeah, seeing like my family burning or something. Well, you, well, you, like that. The thing is, well, that's but you got to see like an image of like a, a creature. You can't just say like you're, you see an image of your family burning, isn't it? You actually see like a thing, right? But why does it drive? Like a, but people are saying like because remember there's that one woman who walks Mom. out and is like mummy, mother. So is it does it appear as a person that gives you bad feelings or? Well, they keep talking about the they saw the the quote unquote creature. Everybody keeps saying there's a a creature everyone's seeing that's like almost like Pennywise the clown, where it's taking the form of their worst. Nightmares. You know, Pennywise turned into like the leprosy guy, and he turned into right. yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that could be it. But then some people, because as we find out on the journey, some people are seeing this, and they're like devoted to it. So I didn't understand that part. So the people that were seeing it and were okay, and they're like, "Take off your blindfold, take a look. They're going to save were, the world." Were they just like, were they nihilists? Were, were they those just the handicap like, people that they were talking about? No. Yeah, I don't know. Like, don't it's know. like people that were already crazy and evil. It. People that were crazy and evil could could look at it and not die. And then people, that's what it was. It seemed like people that were nuts could not walk around with blindfolds and be fine. So here's the thing about the movie. There's a lot of logic kind of things you just have to ignore about it. Like, how do, how does the demon, because at one point, so Sandra, like, uh, she gets in, gets in this house with a lot of other people, including Machine Gun Kelly, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, uh, maybe if we take a video of it, see it through a video screen, that it won't affect us. Except it does affect them. So you, you can't even see it through a so video the screen. Guy, so the guy, the uh, evil, the scientist that uh, built Jurassic World, uh, he's, they go to his house. He's also Martin Short's, I know him, he's from Jurassic Park movies. He's the evil scientist and the band who built the dinosaurs. With the ma- and he's also from the father oh, of the Bride movies. He's, he's, the, he's the preacher in Oz. Is the, the Asian guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's in Father of the Bride. He's Martin Short's little gay sidekick. That's right. He yeah. was the boyfriend of, uh, oh my God, who's Gandalf, the, the real guy? Oh, he's also in Mr. Robot. Kevin? He plays the, um, he plays like the main villain, who's also a crossdresser. Right. Who, who is he, Gandalf? Mr. So, Robot. Gandalf Ian was McKellen? the villain, yeah. He played his boyfriend in And the Band Played On. Did you ever see that movie? It was about the AIDS epidemic. With uh, Matthew Modon, and there was, uh, like, Phil Collins ran the bathhouses. It was like a true documentary that I think HBO or somebody had done, but it's called And the Band Played On. There was literally, like, 50 big actors in it. Hmm. But, uh, but but he was like... The- I definitely have heard of it. I remember them... I remember them... It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, and I remember them advertising it a lot, like, on HBO, like, And the Band Played On. And, and it was kind of like one of them the things band. to where you're like, wow, man, you know, the whole AIDS epidemic was crazy, if you go back and watch that. Uh, but where, where, where were we at? We were talking. Yeah, uh, another thing that I didn't understand is, is like the one guy, right? Uh, you know, and you were talking about you know uncovering stuff. Look at it. Look how pretty it is. Those guys didn't have blindfolds on, but the people driving the car. And I'm I know I'm jumping ahead, but we're talking about the the people that was kind of in the middle, trying to get people to look at it. When they pulled up in the car, they had blindfolds on, right? I think I don't know. Or did they? Uh-huh. I was thinking that they had blindfolds on, so I didn't know if maybe the creature hit. Maybe I'm wrong, but because they didn't when they got out of the car, there was a whole like gang of people going around, and they didn't have blindfolds on. Right. 
So uh, anyway, I, I don't know. Like I think a lot of this. First of all, um, I, I think there's a lot of things in this movie that. It's just meant to be kind of a weird movie, yeah. and if you ask the writer himself, I, like I fully yeah, believe, if you brought in the writer says, why can certain people walk around and not have blindfolds on and their eyes get green, he would have no fucking clue. Well, our buddy Gabe said, weren't they possessed by the demons? Were they just, when they That's saw them, I they were thought. just possessed? Maybe they were, uh, like, like, possessed, like you said, like little zombies of the, <sighs> of, of the being. I don't know. The movie left way too many unanswered questions for me. I was waiting the whole movie to, to sort of get an explanation of what was causing all this. And then the credits just roll, and I was I felt like... Uh, it was kind of... Left me yeah. with some blue balls there, man. Kind of, yeah, it was kind of some... Like a wet fart of an ending. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Now, one thing... So what happened? What, what did any of this mean? Nothing? No explanation? It's just nothing at all? Okay. The, the, the one question yeah. Freeman Mommy had, she was like, you know, how many times have I used Siri or GPS... And the store is right in front of my face. And it's like, you know, your, your, your destination is on the left. And you're like, where the hell is it taking me to? I can't even find my destination. But, yeah, yeah, the, yeah it was just weird how they found the front of the store and, and all that, too. Uh, oh, yeah. That, I, I did like that scene where they used the GPS to, to get to the store. But, uh, I, I, see, I wonder if that would work. Could you do that, like using GPS and just look, just looking at the GPS and trying You'd be to steer crashing the best into you can. everything? Wouldn't you? Like they did a great yeah, job. Yeah, but if, you're, if <laughs> but if you're going really slow, like one mile an hour the whole way, so you're not hitting anything hard enough to destroy the car. Yeah, because I think I think some luxury Maybe. cars have those sensors like they had, to where they were easing up and it was like beep 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 beep. Something's in front of you, so kind of back up. Maybe and all that. But overall, the situation would just be. It would be terrible to be in that situation. Yeah, outside. I, feel like, I feel like blind people watching this. I know how stupid that sounds. I feel like blind people are like, yeah, this is my life. Why is this a horror for like half the world right now? Like I can get around pretty okay being blind. Sure. Did you hear the guy that said the movie was about white people not wanting to look at racism? Oh, my God. What? For real? Yeah, for real. Some guy said in a thing called The Root. Some guy wrote a whole article, and I was like, "Then, but if that's okay, okay. First of all, I I don't think so. And if that's the case, two of the main characters were black dudes who also had blindfolds, and one of the main characters was a gay Asian guy. Yeah. So what were they? What I, I don't understand your logic. There is no logic. He's just trying to get a voice with his stupid thing. Yeah. What about uh, Fish Fingers? My favorite character. Let me out, I'm Fish Fingers. Come on, man. Let me out of this freezer. I'm fish fingers. I survived in this freezer for, for nine days somehow. <laughs> or like months. Was that the, oh, was that the friend at the... Uh, yeah, the, uh, at the, uh, the supermarket. Fish fingers. Uh, I don't know. Not sure. That was, that was the guy. The guy that was friends with fish fingers was the guy from Get Out. The TSA guy who was the main character's best friend. Uh, so, what? I mean, what Is happened it? in that scene? Was he... Was there a demon in that <laughs> freezer with him that... I don't... See, I, I don't get that part. I, either we're kind of lost he, for words because I, I think we were kind of lost on a lot of things. We, like, like you said, Ted, <laughs> the movie if makes you sit no down sense. and watch the movie. You know what? All right, it's a movie. But if, if you try to break it down, I think that's why we're kind of stuttering and kind of lost trying there's to explain some, it. There's some characters that ultimately don't mean a single thing, like Machine Gun Kelly and his girlfriend. That that hole went nowhere. Like bounce, they just steal the car, and are, they, they were a device just to get rid of the I car. I guess, th I guess so. But that could have easily been solved by their car just explodes or they run out of gas. I don't know, but 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 one thing it did do that I noticed watching it. Yeah, you know, we watched it as a family. Is how quick they 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 
the dialogue was was built up and, and character development because I cared a lot for a lot of these characters right off bat and Freeman Mommy did and the kids did and you know like me I was a John Malkovich guy I'm like you know what he he's talking brass tacks right there you know that, that's the real deal listen to listen to this asshole uh, but but you know like, like Freeman Mommy like the black guy that ended up uh, dying I think at the store and and just just certain people but uh, it seems like my family loved a different person for different reasons. So I, th- I think the character development for me and my family was really strong in this movie. It was like, you know, they, they, they felt for these people instantly. Did you guys feel that? Yeah. Well, that was a theme, right? It was family and what you, what you would do for your blood. But it was also what would you do for children? See, like I read an article. <laughs> I mean, Sandra Bullock's whole journey is, is she going to be a good mother? She can have that maternal instinct. And she winds up not only taking care of her child, but someone else's child. So... There is a really key part in the movie where they're going down the rapids, and she, she thinks she has to make a decision which child to sacrifice. And, she, and we really wonder which one she's going to pick. Yeah. Well, do we, though? Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one that's not hers, maybe? <laughs> Shut up, boy. Shut her, up, boy. Her son, keeps, her son keeps saying, I'll do it. She's like, no, 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 I'll make the decision. Yeah, I get to decide which one of you little shits dies. <laughs> I'll do yeah. it, mama. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't know. In the end, I, I enjoyed the movie. I just It wasn't this, like... Uh, it wasn't this hallmark milestone movie that I, I don't get the internet's apps. I, I don't even with the memes like like the memes were kind of funny when it started, but yeah. the fact the people the internet went so crazy like this is the most important movie of of a generation, and I I don't understand the memes. Why are there so many fucking memes? Well, yeah, and the movie it, it was just okay. I'd give that movie like a seven out of ten. It was a just okay average movie. And I don't understand why everyone went so crazy over it. I, you, yeah. you know what? And that's what somebody, the mastermind that Netflix is, and we talk about the shows that they put out and stuff, that they, they done this on the week that they knew everybody was off work. I mean, it's like they, they everything was perfect about this movie. I mean, they, they perfectly They put it out on the, the Friday before Christmas weekend. So, uh, so everyone had the whole weekend and Christmas yep. to watch They it. put all their money into Netflix ads, suck people in. And you know what? I think, I honestly think next Christmas we're going to get another something because they've seen the success of this, the time placement. Every every critique of this movie, I mean, was crazy because they said, what was it, within like the first week, it was like 45 million accounts yeah. had viewed it and not to mention how many – Accounts were like us. It was five of us watching it on one account. So how many people actually saw Bird Box? And it, it was just like, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm really looking forward to next Christmas because we're going to get something, right? I mean, they, they've learned from this, surely, uh, of how to do it perfect. Uh, but, but you know, it, w- there's a lot of hiccups in the movie and stuff. But there were some things that I absolutely loved about the movie. Some things that, you know, yeah. some scenarios that I thought was phenomenal and, and i'll go first I, I, one thing that i absolutely loved about this movie was i can't think of his name but it was the gentleman that came in the business guy that ended up having all the drawings and stuff yeah his <laughs> whole path w- was like a perfect piece of horror or thriller and suspense one of the better ones that i've seen in a movie in recent times because you know he showed up uh, you know, John Malkovich, like, he was a bad guy. We were convinced, you know what, John Malkovich was wrong. He was wrong. Yeah, I thought this guy was just going to be a dickhead. 
And then all of a sudden, the babies are starting to be born. Uh, you know, he puts the birds in the freezer, you know, or he gets all these drawings out. And then his acting and the way he smiled, ripping down the papers and stuff, saying, come on, come on look at, look at. I, I, I thought that that was a perfect piece of horror that guy's path in the movie. I absolutely loved everything about that he done in the movie. Even though I did not like his character or anything about him, looking back on it, that was like iconic for me in the horror world. The way that they done his character. Did you guys really dig him and, and thought it was neat because you know everybody trusted him, you know? And then, then you know, it, it, he just unleashed silently. You know, he didn't care if anybody was looking. You know, he just started unpeeling, saying, "Hey, look, look, look at this, look at this. Open your eyes, look." Let me see the baby. Let me see the baby. Yeah, he wanted to, he wanted to hold the baby up and put the baby in front of the window, yeah. right, to get it to look. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know, man. I absolutely love that guy's character. I, I thought that it was brilliant. I think that I think that I don't know. I really like that. Two thumbs up for that guy for me in this movie. That part. Would you like Ted anything? Uh, yeah, I, I liked him, and I thought he delivered the, the funniest meme of him forcing the old lady's eyes open, making her look at things. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, Matt, you, Matt, I was waiting for Matt to say something, what? and Matt was just dead silent. He forwarded the plot. Trying to explain he, it. I, I just yeah. don't, I'm just not a big fan of this movie, and I don't have much good to say about it. I don't, I don't know, yeah, I thought it was, it was so basic. Yeah, it was, I, it was super basic for me. Uh, I agree that that guy was, I mean, they needed that guy in this movie to, to move things along. Otherwise he, he was a plot device to get everybody out of the house, dead, dead and to leave the house. Right. Yeah. So that was good. Could they do a sequel? They could, but it would be dumb. I think, yeah. I think we had, we're going to get a, some, I bet we get something all new next Christmas. Nothing. Be the squirrel box. Yeah. But it's, it's something yeah. different. But the thing is, and I was talking about this with guys at work is, they figured out a way t- to get eyes to watch horror, right? Now, now you could go to church or you could go to the supermarket and, and, and gather all the moms around, right, and say, hey, <laughs> let's watch this horror movie. And a lot, of, a lot of them would be like, no, I'm not into horror. But something got the women's eyes on it because, yeah, I was seeing more women, more soccer moms, more people, churchy people that I know posting on Facebook about, oh, my God, I just watched Bird Box. Somehow they got non horror well, Bullock, right? Yeah, but they got non horror people to to watch a horror thriller movie. Now we could take those same people and say, "Hey, watch the first episode of The Walking Dead." No, nah, I'm not into that. No way. But they would probably because that, that actually has a monster in it, unlike this. Yeah. yeah, but but what I'm saying is is how could they convince people that they do like horror? The people that, that claim oh, I don't like horror, but they love Bird Box. But, because it was a movie with Sandra Bullock about her taking care of her kids. It was it was all about motherhood. True, true. But but but, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, they they cracked open a whole audience that, w- that would never watch horror ever. I feel like I'm answering this question like three times. No. Nah. <laughs> well, I understand what you're saying, but but I mean, they've done something remarkable. I think. Uh I mean, it's part buzz I, too. I, I think pe- people are watching it now because it's trendy. Yeah. It's a trendy fucking thing, and like I said, the more as two weeks have gone by since it came out, I've started to hate it because I'm sick of hearing about it. I've never heard seen a movie that just people are not shutting up about. That was if the movie was unbelievable, I'd be like, yeah. But when the movie was so basic, it was, and like, it, like it was like a, it was like 
a fraction as good as A Quiet Place was, I thought. It was like A Quiet Place, but not nearly as good. And people have talked this movie to death. And like IGN, is like, I don't know if they're trying to get clicks or what, they are like desperately posting memes constantly on their Facebook and, and Instagram. Oh, look, it's a new Bird Box meme. Like, stop it. Well, I found one stop last it. night. I was playing Mortal Kombat, and it was a blindfolded guy. So I was like, you know what? I, I got I to post this. <laughs> <laughs> I found one well, on it's my Kenshi. own. They, it's somebody, somebody did that one, too. They had, San, they had Sandra Bullock. They had Sandra Bullock as Kenshi on one. The one I, I did laugh, the first one I saw was the Ninja Turtles one. Right. And I was like, that's fucking funny. And then the second one, you're like, that's fucking funny. And then two weeks later, it's just like, okay, stop it. <laughs> Every, everything with a <laughs> blindfold is now yeah. a meme. Well, I, I, everything. <laughs> like the guy missed the kick in the football game last night. Yeah. And sure enough, in two seconds, <laughs> somebody has photoshopped Sandra Bullock's head on the but kicker. The one that I liked, and I reposted it, it was my friend's dad that posted this over on Instagram. But I posted it on Facebook, and it said the original Bird Box. And it was Mike Muir from Suicide Tendencies. Yeah. yeah. Big bandana on him. Uh, but, <laughs> I like that. Well, I, I do like the one somebody said, like the only bird box that matters, and it was like a it was a box of Chick Fil A nug- chicken nuggets. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, there you go. We're here. Oh, cut out for a sec. Uh, I was saying somebody said the, uh, somebody had one that was a picture of a box with Chick Fil A chicken McNuggets. And they said <laughs> this is the only bird box that matters. <laughs> there you go. See, that's funny. Yeah. So, so I, I'm with you, Ted. You know, it, it was mediocre at best. It was good watching it. We're, we're having trouble <laughs> describing it uh, because of, of all the holes in it. But uh, one thing that I did notice is, is I think everyone is, is there were there were fireworks when it first came out, and then all of a sudden it started fading. About then I started seeing it, it was trending, and this is before I watched it. They're like, "Oh my god, I liked it till the end." And then there was a whole wave of people all oh, the end. Oh, yeah, I liked it till the end. I liked it till the end. And I told Freeman, Freeman mom, it's like I don't want it spoiled, so, so we got to watch it. And I think it was like. New Year's Day when I watched it. So I was really late to yeah. the game. So I, I I don't, you know, the, the whole ending, uh, you know, w- w- with the blind kids and stuff uh, was not spoiled for me. But people were, 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 I guess, being good about not spoiling it and just talking about how much that they and, liked and, it. Am I wrong to say that the whole concept of the bird box was, was not even that important to the movie? At all. Like, the, the movie's called, called Bird Box because yeah. they carry a box full of birds around. And it's like it's not even crucial to the story in any way. They're like, it can sense when the creature's near. Well, is the creature's always near? It's like you take off your glasses, you take off your blindfold, you're dead in like seconds. So I didn't understand like the the fact the whole movie's called Bird Box when the the bird box had so little to do with anything that was happening. And they were protecting this bird box like it was That's a decent point, because it's not like they were like going around without blindfolds, except when the birds started chirping that they put blindfolds on. They just always went yeah. without yeah. So, and they could hear, and the and the demons were always, like, whispering and stuff, so that's also a good tip-off that a demon's nearby. Yeah. So, and everybody that takes off their blindfold is dead in two seconds anyway, so it's it's kind of set up that, no, it's just, you take it off, you're dead. I will say, you know what scene I, was my favorite scene in the entire movie? And this is a spoiler. The guy, uh, the black dude that she ran off with, the last two people standing, he's the guy from uh, Moonlight, by the way. Moonlight won Best Picture last year or two right. years ago. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think last year, and I, I, I saw Moonlight, and I, you know what? For a movie about a black thug who's gay that won an Oscar, that you think is going to be like this is the going to be the most Oscar baity. It's about a, like a black like sort of gang member who's like this big tough guy. Yeah, and the twist is he's gay, mm-hmm. like Soldier Seventy Six, <laughs> and um, and and uh, it's an Overwatch uh, reference by the way. 
yeah, it's Overwatch. They announced Soldier 76 is gay today for no fucking reason. Anyway, um, it, I thought it was great. And that was the guy. I was like, that's the guy from Moonlight. But I loved the scene where the, the, the bad guys show up who don't have to wear the blindfolds. And he's out there, like, protecting Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And he has the gun. And he's trying to, like, they're all kind of jumping around making noise. And he's trying to get a beat on him and get the gun aimed. And he finally just says, oh, fuck it. And he rips his blindfold off and starts just shooting yeah. everybody. Yeah. I was like, that's that's pretty awesome. And he, he knew he was going to die. And he gave his life to save Sandra Bullock and the kids. But when he just said, oh, fuck it, and ripped the thing off and started murdering everybody. That was funny. That was a good yep, scene. That was good. But, I, no, I, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of pooping a bit on it. But uh, I think it's just because it's a backlash to, well, like, this is the best movie ever in the yeah. history of But all, that win- all the I, wind I at the just, end, all the wind at the end, I'm surprised mm-hmm. it didn't just blow the cover off of them. In the boat. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the monster comes across. It's just like a little mini tornado in the woods with leaves kicking up. That's what it is. That's all you see. I would love to see a creature, though. Like, I I know so many horror movies and thrillers get by. Like, it's all in your imagination. But sometimes I just want to see the creature. I just want to see a cool-ass creature design. Yep. Is that so wrong? Yeah. It's it's like like they Pulp Fiction, right? We never saw what was in the box. It's so pretty. The soul. Look at it. It was uh, it's 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 a uh, theorized that it was Marsalis Wallace's soul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what is that that's what, what it the is. Demon it, was it, it makes Bird sense. Box? Yeah, it makes sense that that was his soul because there's like lore and stuff you can read and and you know he had the bandaid on the back of his head the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And there's there's like lore about you know people having their souls removed on the back of their necks yeah. and shit, and that's why he had the bandaid on the back of his. That's like a real thing. You can look it up in like in like some sort of mythology, and the fact he had the he had the band-aid the whole movie. That's kind of cool. And that's because that was his soul, and he was trying to get it back. Well, there we go. Let's just talk about uh, yeah. Pulp Fiction for the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> yeah. Pulp Fiction. So, so Tiger asked on the Twitters, could there be a sequel? Would it be successful? Would it Would it do what Bird Box 1 did? I guess so. Everyone will watch it. But it, it would... Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I, it would drive... The whole... Con- no, don't make a sequel, is, is my short story. It's a good one-off movie as a concept movie, but if you try to like build the world around this, it's going to fall apart. Because then you actually have to start having answers to what these things are, how they operate, why they need to why they need to have you see them, and they're not powerful enough to just be like, hey, I'm here, I'm just going to kill you. Like, you just, you just have it over one movie, or else it's, it's not going to work. If they, if they had a whole other movie of people just walking around with blindfolds on again, I'd, I'd be like, I... I would I would sit through it. I'll say that <laughs> one one time. Quiet place and this should do like a crossover event <laughs> where you can't make a sound and you can't you can't look at anything. So it's just a- that you know that that would be interesting because you'd have a hard time leading people around. You can't <laughs> you can't look at them, but you also can't talk to them. It would just be like Helen Keller would be like this this better movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about something else. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Uh, you've been playing State of Decay too. I know you're late to the game, but uh, how you liking Dude, it? Dude. Best game yeah, ever. Well, best best game ever in the history of games. No, no, no. And no, I, I got a few games, uh, but but I, I've I played the first one, uh, probably about halfway through, uh, and, and I really liked the first State of Decay. But but I started the second one. I got the was it games Xbox games Game, game Pass Game Pass for a dollar for a month. Yeah, month. and it uh, and I started playing it, and, and yeah, I've gotten probably five levels deep in it. And, and, and I'm really liking it. I'm liking the graphics. I'm liking the the clarity, the realism, the way that the sun reflects on stuff. 
Uh, but I, I, I'm really liking it. Uh, you know, the zombies' eyes light up, which I don't like. But it's, uh, it's kind of slow zombies. you got some that are fast. But it, it's kind of a slow-paced game, kind of the way that I like it. You know, you don't have to remember too much. You know, there's, there's pretty much a path that you got to follow. And you kind of, uh, you know, they, they kind of highlight the things that you need to look at and check and search. And so it, it's kind of in-your-face, follow-step-by-step follow, you know, step path that you have to do. But but I'm really enjoying it. I've jumped a couple of times, and it, uh, they, I think they do a good jump scare in it. But uh, I, I'm really liking it. Uh, the kids, they also got me the Red Dead game, which I haven't started. And then it came with Fallout 76. I've never played a Fallout game, but uh, they, they were trying to get me the Tomb Raider edition, and they couldn't find it anywhere. Those, those were all sold out. So I have Fallout. Are those games fun, or should I sell it, or what? I love Fallout, but I haven't touched Fallout 76 for a long list of reasons you can listen to VGO about. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, and that's that why I'm on the been, fence. That one's been like a big disaster, apparently. Yeah. But uh, but I've heard mixed things about and, and, and me. I, I'm not a hardcore gamer, uh, so I've, I've heard that Red Dead. What? What? <laughs> Hold up. I've heard that Red Hold Dead is a good, like, steady game for me to get into. It's not too much. It's kind of simple, slow paced. What are you talking about? Red Dead that takes like conf- <laughs> that game took me fucking <laughs> f- twenty five hours, and I'm a hardcore gamer to even begin to understand. The tutorial the took a was- weekend well, just to get started. It. <laughs> so I, I don't know what I'm in for, uh, but, but, but I mean, it's, it's I don't know. But uh, but those those are the two games that I've got, and then you know the kids they had tons of games here. The only thing is, yeah. is everything's digital now, and it's bullshit because I bought all these games for my kids digital. And I can't damn play. I mean, you, you, I understand what you guys say on VGO now. You literally do not own games anymore. You can't say, hey. But why can't you play oh, this oh, what game? You, oh, Sean, yeah, you don't. But what you can do is, uh, and again, I don't do it, but so Sub-Z can help you. You can set up like a family share thing. Well, the boys do that. Uh, with digital. Yeah. Can I get so in on that? I'm not, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I think so. And there's also a way where you can like put, if you have your own Xbox, you can put your son's account on your Xbox. Yeah. And then you can literally like log into his account, and then log. You can like play all his games by, like I, I like I let I let Sub Z play my games sometimes. Like I have Ori and Hellblade. He wanted to play them, so he he has my account log in, and he'll log into my account on his Xbox, and then it allows him to play all my games on his from account. scratch or with all the level just up, from scratch, level yeah, ups yeah. Stuff like he can, already got just from just from the start. It's a way you can do it just from the start. Where you can you can do that. So there's a way where you could put like Ashton's account on your Xbox and then play all of his yep. games. So uh, so do that. Log it. Add his account to your Xbox, and then I think you can download all his games, and then you can play them on your account. Right. Uh, but, but you know, I, I, I've honestly missed gaming. You know, I, we had an Xbox One, then Ashton took it over. We got another one for the living room, then Lyndon kind of took it to his room. So I, I've literally been a year without an Xbox. So I started from scratch. Lyndon had my gamer tag, Freeman Daddy Seven. So now, um, uh, luckily, I can't believe they had it. It's uh, I'm DJ Freeman Daddy on Xbox wants to add me. But dude, I have honestly just missed the community and gaming and just like I was playing Mega Man last night, the old school Mega Man. And it was like, man, you know what? <laughs> yes. I've honestly just missed simple gaming like this, man. And, and, it's good to zone out too. I, gaming for me is just like a cool stress reliever. Yeah, and me and Ted used to have some really good game nights uh, back when Normie was on. We killed that We killed that Dead Rising 3 as uh, Samurai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and, you know, and I've told you guys, back then, Ted, I, it's like, 
I had the Xbox, and I was kind of like, eh, I'm just not going to game. But I've been fiending for it. So I think I'm back into gaming, man. I've really enjoyed since Christmas just getting on the Xbox, playing games. Uh, I do like now to where you know, I can just hook you know my Beats headphones up uh, to my controller. It works because uh, now it's got like the what the 3.5 millimeter plug-in uh, on the controllers. Yeah. Used to you know you had to use there. It had that weird hookup, and you just had to use their equipment, and then you know the headsets would go in and out. But but you know Beats headphones with wires come with the microphone and everything already in it. So I, you know I can sit there and I can mm-hmm. use my Beats and play the game and, and just. Enjoy it, man. It's changed a little bit, a lot for the better, just simply by being able to use whatever headphones I want on it. And then, you know, I got the Xbox One X, so you know, the it's it's very nice looking. Oh, you have the you have the X, yeah, huh? the X, the the, nice. the Xbox One X. So, you know, now we, we were members of Disney, <laughs> uh, Disney Movie Pass, and what Disney Movie Pass is yep. is they send us a movie every two or. T- Two weeks or every month, uh, but they're all in. The, the kids have been ordering them in the 4K, yeah, or the the UHD uh, Blu-rays. So I, I haven't had mm-hmm. really had anything to play those. So you know, we're able to watch those, and those are just amazing looking on a 4K TV. I mean, it, it, well, with this this Game Pass, you can you have access to like uh, they've got Gears of War four, they've got Halo five, Halo Master Chief, Forza Horizon four. Uh, uh, Crackdown 3 is coming to that. Sea of Thieves is on that. Mortal Kombat X, Doom, mm-hmm. fucking Ori and so the Blind Forest. So there's more than what they Hellblade. show on the display? Because I went to the display and it showed like 15 games. I thought maybe that was it. So I can't... I... Yeah, no, it's it's like all the big games. They're adding games like, again, like Hellblades on there. And that's like a game of the year type thing. Ori was added. So they've got to just download all that shit. I'll, I'll play some games with what, you, Sean. What, download what, all that I, I was I was going to buy Halo last night. Nash was like, Dad, you got Games Pass. You got the uh, the whole Halo series is on Game Pass, the, and there it's the updated versions, the uh, the Master. And Chief I was a pirate the other Master night. You know, I was a collection. pirate with with three fucks that I don't know who they were, but I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I was on this island and talking to a lady at the bar, and I would get on the boat and I'd fall off the boat, and the damn shark would come and get me, and I would stab him with my <laughs> you, well, you sword. Play, you played you played play Sea of Thieves, Thieves Sean? yeah? I got Sea of Thieves. Well, go sailing with me and me and Sub Z. We'll we'll take. Oh, you if out. Sean's playing. I'll get back into Sea of Thieves. I, you oh oh. Me, Matt, Subzy, and Sean. Yeah. Let's let's Matt. The game the game's been like massively updated. Let's let's play it for like like two hours one night. Seriously, dude, I'm definitely that. down. Sure. I didn't know what I was doing. I was playing with three strangers the other night, and they, they just kept trying to like they were stabbing me in my head. And I yeah. I don't think that they knew what they were doing. <laughs> Putting either. in the break probably because they would get on the boat and jump off the other side and swim around. I'm like, well, that that that's if if see if I love as you know I obviously love that game but that's a game if you don't know what's going on there's like no explanation of like I like lost. when i first played it yeah ted needs I had to no walk fucking through clue. It. i had no idea what it was i like. had no fucking clue what's happening sub z sub z played the alpha and had people explain it to him and then he had to spend like an hour explaining it to me i was like because i sailed around for like an hour I was like what the fuck I is going on <laughs> I, I mean I, I literally played for an hour and a half and the boat never left the dock <laughs> yeah it's tough if you don't know what to do with the sails and stuff like that like yeah i know you won't get that you want to know what i done. did a lot in see at these i would stand on the beach mm-hmm. and just look at the water and think damn that looks amazing <laughs> i mean nice. so yeah, the way that they animate water, water is I, I see everything that you've been talking about ted and, and you know the, the stuff that you, you guys were saying on vgo and stuff that i, I want to play man 
You're right, man. We should well, all get what up. they've done we'll is do the is quad, uh, zombie cast. Let's, uh, we can sea tour. We get let's let's try to do it this week. But like Matt, like you haven't played it in a while. The game now, like they just said fuck it and they pushed everything up to eleven. So you play the game now. If, I did a a VGO Sea uh, of Thieves review show that really goes in depth of what they added. Cool. And Sub Z will attest. They remember they used to sail around and nothing would happen for two hours. Yeah. Well, well now it's like. So much crap was happening the other night where we were literally sailing, and we were chasing another boat, and there was two boats, right. and we were sailing through a bunch of active volcanoes that were raining fire That's on us, awesome. and, and there was a megalodon chasing everybody, attacking, and then skeleton ships started rising out of the ocean by our boats, <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like get the fuck. Like, you want so content? Is- Take this goddamn content. Yeah, because the last update in November, they literally said, okay, we've added a megalodon, we've added uh, skeleton boats, we've added all this stuff, we've added fog banks where you sail into them, you can't even see five feet in front of the boat, and you're hitting shit. <laughs> so now it's like, and they literally just said, we're just going to push everything way up, so... People now are bitching like I can't even fucking play the I play the game by myself and so much shit's attacking me I can't fucking play it. <laughs> so but I think it I think it's yeah. no I, I love it like uh, it's it's out of it's like out of control now how much stuff's going. I, on. I definitely want to play man and I, I've got I've got the fever man of wanting to play some games I really <laughs> am. Uh, yeah, I, the only thing is where I created a new gamer tag I lost a, a lot of the stuff that I had that I like to play so like. Galaga or the stupid little games, but actually said they'd done away with a lot of that stuff. So it, it was just yeah, best like the to, old three Xbox three sixty stuff. A lot of that, a lot of those old arcade games are kind of gone. Uh, sadly, but it, it's yeah, I'm excited. I, I, a, lo- I a lot of the three sixty games aren't backwards compatible. Like a lot of the old digital games are not backwards compatible. So if you've had them on the three sixty, you Excuse me, you uh, can't play them on the Xbox One X? Is there any of the old what crackdowns are? that I could play? Because I did notice that there was some 360 games in the Game Pass. Crackdown 1 is. Is it? They gave it away free. Yeah, it's, it's backwards compatible. And uh, they gave it away free a couple of months ago if you, if you, uh, if you managed to grab no. it. And yeah, that's backwards compatible on Xbox One. And it's been updated to 4K. So they not they not just make games backwards compatible. The they actually go back and they upgrade them and make them 4K. So they put a little extra work into it. I mean, the One X is that what you have, Ted and Matt? Yeah, I don't, I've got I don't the have I got the Project Scorpio edition that has like the gradient right. on it, and it says Project Scorpio on the front. And, and yeah, my kids they don't even have the S; they have the the regular one. And boy, yeah. is it, there is a difference. Uh, oh yeah, like like Red Dead Redemption Two is native 4K on the One yeah. X, and it's like it's like barely 720p on the regular Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they say like it like in the frame rate drops to like 22 frames a second and all this because like the the one the Xbox One X is like six times more powerful. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, if you've played uh, if you've played State of Decay, once you finish the first or second level, it allows co-op. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if you played any of that game, either one of you guys, I'd love to play State of Decay with you guys and get through killing zombies and stuff. Because you know, there's always two people right. on the screen, uh, so I, I guess you know it's just. I think it would be fun doing that. Uh, well, I've, I've got a I've got a three month uh, Game Pass thing. I'm saving. I actually have a code for three months of Game Pass, and I'm saving it for Crackdown Three, so that I can just play it and not have to buy it. So yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll play some State of Decay. And there's maybe. there's a, maybe there's a, <laughs> you know my kids my kids were really wanting VR stuff. And Ashton has a PS4, but but they were wanting the Vive, so I ended up getting them 
two newer gaming PCs, <laughs> and then uh, two, I bought two Vives for Christmas, the, the virtual reality HTC Vive. And them things yep. are pretty amazing, man. I, I'd never really seen – Yeah, I, I thought – I'd been on the Oculus Rift and Best Buy, the whole climbing thing, but I didn't realize what all virtual reality was. That thing is pretty amazing. And, and you know, and I've just stepped in the room and played stuff here and there, but there's some zombie stuff. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy, man. And, you know, I was in this – Doing, I was in some airport. Walk, it was like walking on a ropes course, like these beams over an airport. And it literally tricked my mind the other day. I was playing it, and I was like, man, I I, I literally feel like it. You know, I mean, I'd played it long enough to where it, it done the trick. And I, I know, you know what I'm talking about, Match, where you play it. Like, like, I'm sure you play a game, and you're like, oh, I'm on virtual reality. But you once your mind switches to where you're like, all right, I'm set in it now. You know, this is more of a reality it's kind of cool, you know. And, yeah, the immersion. Yeah, and, if you if you spend a lot of time playing, it's, yeah, it's hard. And, and, it's a bit of a jolt. But what I'm saying, when you step in Best Buy and they're doing demos, like they always have an Oculus Rift guy, and he's like, you got to stand in line and climb a cliff. You, you, your brain doesn't have a chance to immerse into virtual reality. Yeah, get used to it. But yeah. but if you sit there for 30 minutes and you forget about all your worries and you're just in this game pretty amazing and that game that you're always talking about man I, dude i would love to play that game it seems like it'd be a lot of fun astrobot yes oh you'd fall in love with astrobot dude but that's that's only for the the ps4 right now yeah but but it the i i, I don't know if there's a difference mm-hmm. in the pc or what but the vibe i ended up getting the kids is it 20 2070 card computers but the graphics man it is Fucking amazing, man! Mind blowing in the virtual reality. So ho- hopefully it stays up to date for a while, dude. Because I, I spent I spent a ton of money, man, on that shit. So hopefully it's up to date for a, a good while. <laughs> you know the Vive, yeah. the Vive Pros are fifteen hundred fucking dollars just for the Jesus. And then the yeah the computer. Why did you get two? Why can't you let your kids share stuff? That's my. I have question. a sixteen year old and I have a twelve year old, <laughs> uh, and is it. It would end up being broken, uh, so I, I ended up getting two. All right, but uh, you're right. Maybe I should have got one. <laughs> Do they both play it like all the time? Yeah, Lyndon's in there now, and I, on his, and Lyndon likes like like he's done like the where he works at McDonald's, and L- Lyndon does the fun stuff. Ashton does the more serious stuff. Like Ashton's more into. Destiny and stuff bang like it, bang that. Banging that, yeah. that, that Asian dating yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you better watch it because there's a lot of VR adult content out there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. But yeah, like they, they'll sit there and watch movies and stuff, and it's like they're in a movie theater looking at a big giant yeah. screen watching... Yeah. Uh, I've watching seen that commercial uh, that looks pretty awesome where you can watch like... Like I could be sitting on my couch and Matt could be sitting on his, but we can actually look right and left and see each other in virtual reality and watch a movie. Why have we not That's done this? Pr- this is awesome. amazing. Yeah, that'd be awesome we for don't. sure. But the thing that I've noticed so. is that with the PS4 or the Oculus Rift or the HTC Vive, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that's spread across all three platforms uh, that that everybody can play. You know, like like that game that Freeman Mommy was playing the other night, where it was almost like the Fruit Ninja. I think is on the uh, PS4. Beat yeah, yeah, you know, Beat Saber? Yeah. yeah. So the, a lot of the games that, that that are on the PS4 are on the Vive and I guess the Oculus Rift and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, the kids, well, Ocul- the, the kids have been doing good, getting straight A's, and and they've had a lot of death this year. So I I, I just kind of gave in, man. It made them happy. 
And, and I had a long talk with him. Yeah, that this can't be every year. I mean, you can't drop eight grand every year for Christmas for you know for stuff like this. It was very understandable, and hopefully, they understand why. But well, the Vive and Oculus Rift are definitely better than PSVR, so they got but, the, but, got a good one out of that. But I heard the PSVR is tight, man. I, I heard. I think for games, PSVR is killing it when it comes to like uh, I think decent games. Like listen, uh, and plus the price point's good too. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, nice. like listening to VGO, I listen for your talk now for your segment because I, I like yours and John's talking about you know the VR. I've heard you know yeah. you always hear people talk about VR and they're like. Fuck VR, VR, blah, blah, blah. But, but you guys make it hype, man. And, and really, you guys, you two are the reason where I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it for me, mommy. I'm, I'm going to get in VR because, you know, Matt is hyping it up. So, I mean, I really enjoy VGL hearing you guys talk about it. Cool. By the way, speaking of that, uh, you guys, uh, actually, you can't because you have to be a fucking subscriber or whatever. John was playing a game called Rush of Blood to the head, or yeah, the uh, Until Dawn spinoff. Something. If you want to see a middle-aged man lose his fucking mind, screaming like a woman, <laughs> find see if you can find clips or highlights. I think John posted one of the highlights on Twitter. You can watch. Yeah, but uh, I'll find it. Good. Christmas Day in the morning, man. <laughs> now, it's a little that that man has got to get some nerves. I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> now, now, he, yeah. he was screaming like, oh, oh my now, God. Tim, and he had to get Tim, up. And, like, you told walk me to listen away. to that, right? <laughs> now, 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 here's something that, that I've learned about Twitch. Right? If you Google, if you Google John and Michelle Twitch videos, they'll play. Mm-hmm. But if you go to Twitch, yeah, the high, the highlights will play. But if you go to Twitch.com, it, it says. It, they won't play. Yeah, well, they, they, you have to be a subscriber, but he did link me one directly. So yeah, but if like, you Google, if I you was, Google it, it will play. I watched about fifteen of their videos the other day that I've never been able to watch, and it, all I did was Google it. I was like, and I and I, I Googled it, then I clicked video, and it showed all their videos, and I, every video that I clicked to play played. Well, John, find the one of John playing I did, Rush of I Blood did, or whatever it's I called. Did. That's where the, Jesus it had a, it had a pig in it, right? There was a pig uh, and all kinds of stuff like that, right? Yeah, there's like yeah, clowns and pigs and stuff. And he was I don't subscribe to that to their Twitch. He Google was scream. It. I've never heard a man scream like this. Like like wow. I, like I, I I hope for his family's sake, no one ever breaks into his house. I watch all of his videos, especially <laughs> the John's Arcade. I watch like the other day. I watched an hour and a half of him building a Mortal Kombat machine. I, John don't realize the fan that I am of his man. I watch all those videos and I comment, tell him. Thank you all the time. I love those things. Uh, <laughs> That's sweet. So, uh, I- I- any any cross platform recommendations, Matt? Matt, you know the the one game. My, we just got a, a PS4 for Ashton. Remember, I, I couldn't find the Pro, so we ended up getting the regular one. But the one game that I bought, and the one game mm-hmm. that I that I bought for the PS3, the very first game that I bought for the PS3 when I had it, and the very first game that I bought for the PS4 was Wipeout. Wipeout is a game that I've always loved, dude. I've absolutely loved that game, Missile, and, and all that stuff, dude. And you Wait, did you buy Wipeout for V So you have PSVR? No. Just Oh, uh, okay. I, I am PSVR a Wipeout fan. So last week you blew me away and said that it was on VR, dude. So yeah. Oh my god, dude, I should have got it. I love you Wipeout. You got PSVR. Wipeout PSVR is is something else. It's just 
it's it's you do feel like you're in a, a futuristic race. You're in your shuttle. You're you're going super fast. You got the club music pumping in your ears. You're shooting things. It's, it's a trip. Yeah, yeah. I need to look that up on YouTube. I think I will right now. It, it you won't feel it until you're like PSVRing it. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense, like the, the experience is the VR part. You're right. Otherwise, man. it's um, would you put that? It's a decent game, but it's the VR that makes it for me. Sam, why don't you put the helmet on, man? I don't think people. I honestly don't think people understand what VR is. I honestly, I did not know. Even hearing you guys talk about it, I had no. Yeah, you got to try it. I had no. It'll win you over once you try it for sure. What it was, but it yeah. it is amazing, amazing. The technology's there. Yeah. I mean, they're getting it. Yeah, and it it's is. only going to get better. The next PS uh, console, or sorry, the PlayStation, next PlayStation console is probably going to knock it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, but I know we were like starting the thing. I, I do want to cover a news story. Uh, AMC announced, spoiled, whatever you want to call it, that Dwight is going to be joining the cast of Fear. And, and I asked myself, why, again, is AMC <laughs> spoiling this stuff? Why is AMC telling us everything? Because they, they they know if they'd say that like now see it's Why? it's it's kind of smart because because you're talking well, it's, about it's it. now, well Nia, we're talking about it and now I, it's like I, you know Morgan didn't get me to tune in but it's like again like I have no interest in that show but you tell me Dwight's going to show up I'm kind of like ooh maybe I'll tune in to see Dwight it's like the Rick Grimes thing yeah they spoiled it but at the same time they made me interested by doing it by telling you so it's a double edged sword you know I, I like surprises man I really do. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I think it's a little weird. Is he just going to, Dwight just happens to walk across America and just happens to run into Morgan? Yeah. And it's like, well, hey, we just, hey, hey, you're the guy from uh, from <laughs> Alexandria. Isn't that weird? We just happened in this fucking 2,500-mile-wide continent, 5,000-mile-tall continent. <laughs> yeah. We just happened to bump into the same dude. <laughs> yep, true. It is weird, man. All the way in Texas from... Alexandria, Virginia, DC. Halfway across the country. Yeah, yeah it's a little stupid. But Maybe he left breadcrumbs or something, Ted. Have you thought about that? Maybe. Have you thought about Maybe that they time? can uh, wear blindfolds and uh, be like Bird Box. And- well, doesn't Fear have to now do like a five year jump? If, uh, like. What? Well, uh, yes. You know, I was listening yeah. to Dave Solo over on Walker Nation. Dave Solo. Uh, me and him have become pretty good friends. He, he was one of the announcer guys at Walker Stalker. Uh, great guy. But Dave Solo was saying on there that, like you said, man, by the, the timeline, Dwight could be on both shows. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, they're so far ahead. I mean, what, you know, I feel dumb talking about this and Bird Box tonight. I, I just feel dumbfounded. Because it, it don't make no sense. But like you said, it's, it's like five well, years, ten years. They had two time jumps on The Walking Dead. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think it's just desperation to get people to try to try to get people to watch Fear. But it's like they're they're trying to get people to watch Fear by moving over all the Walking Dead characters to Fear. I'm sorry, I'm waiting for them to announce like for for five episodes, Rick and the Trash Lady are going to be on Fear, and they're going to say that they had to stop through Texas on their way to the... And it's just going to be an excuse to get people to watch Fear. They're, they're going to say, the Fear ratings went up a little bit. People love Fear. Like, no, you fucking... You're using, like, trickery. Like, mm-hmm. All right, Ted, do you, do you have your phone on you? Yes. I know you have Instagram. Go to Instagram and go to Norman Reedus' Instagram. 
Oh, well, I was going to do that today anyway, but I definitely will now. <laughs> big, bald head. Big, big, bald head, yeah. All right, now there is... Oh, where's it at? Now, let's see. Oh, yeah, if you look in the first column, the third one down, do you see it? It shows him like he's getting ready to punch somebody. Punch yes. it. Click it. He's fighting but, uh, the He's the, fighting the whisperer Beta. Dude. Yeah. When you run into Beta, chop him down. So, so he's showing a battle. So evidently, they're going to kidnap him. So he's I, giving away stuff yeah, already. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, but that 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 was already that that footage was in the commercial though. Back when you know, back a while ago, that scene's always been there. They showed that in the very first trailer for the second half of yeah. Of but the he season put a blueprint to it. Fighting. Now what's going down? I'm just like, whoa, it's crazy. But you know, for them to be so, and, and you guys have been down there to Sonoy. I mean, they act like that. That it's Area 51 down there. You know, they don't want nothing spoiled. But they just keep just <laughs> bleeding spoilers at themselves. They, they should just open up filming to the public. Come and watch us film. Let, they should put stadium seating in and we can just watch yeah. them film. Yeah. That, that seems cool. like that would be the best thing, but... but I know we got to get off here. It's glad to be back. I, I have a movie yeah, I want to talk, talk about, about Sean. I saw a, uh, a little-known film called Aquaman. 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 And, I, and all I'm going to say about Aquaman is... Uh, My loved it. Well, you know, like, uh, Matt, you know this. You know Red Dead Redemption, how you play that game, <laughs> and you go, this is amazing, and it looks great, uh, and whatever, but they just they just put too much in it. There's too much shit in this game, yep. and a lot of it's unnecessary. <laughs> it's not respecting my like, time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's it, there's too much. They, yeah. they actually made too much game. Yeah. Uh, well, that's Aquaman. Is it too much? Uh, <laughs> is it just over-the-top craziness? It is, is so yeah. fucking over-the-top that, like, and my friend who got tickets, he got them in 3D, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I was I had a headache for, 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 for 24 hours after this movie was over. I have never seen a movie with as much shit going on. George Lucas would have come in and said, you need to tone this down. Really? <laughs> I mean, it is un-believable. <laughs> yeah. It's un-effing believable. And I mean, about halfway through the movie, there was a there was a point in the movie where my friend and I looked at each other, and we literally both said, "Like, how much did the what's the budget for this fucking movie?" What? See, it's it's in, in, it makes me in three days it, though, just to like laugh at it. In three days, what it was the top grossing DC movie ever. It's, yeah, and like it's it's gonna break a billion dollars. It's already like the top grossing DC movie of all time, even over like the Dark Knight and all those movies. Wow. But it, it is like avid it makes Avatar look like a fan film. I mean, it's insane. Huh. And and I just like at the end of the movie during this big final battle, I, I mean, I really was like, I I cannot believe what I'm looking at. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like like Angry Joe. There's a guy named Angry Joe. Yeah. Who uh, uh, is on YouTube? And he said he's like, "This is a movie you watch and you go, oh man, this is the scene where they spend all their budget.' And then five minutes later, no man, this is the scene. <laughs> and then five minutes later, you go, no, this, oh my god! And it just keeps going and going and going to the point you just are like, like I, I was shaking my head in disbelief. By the is end, is it going to translate well ten years from now? The effects are great. It doesn't. It does, well, they're always it great when they come out. But then yeah. you, you go back and look ten years later, and you're like, "What in the world?" Yeah, it does not look cheap. But uh, if you want to see Dolph Lundgren riding a shark, battling crab people from South Park, 
uh, go see Aquaman, <laughs> the South Park crab people. Yeah. Uh, go see you Aquaman. You can't say the it battle scenes were really good. It's insane, dude. It is insane. Is it all CGI, though? Like, are you watching going, eh, or are you actually thrilled while you're watching it? Does it do a good job? Uh, I, w- I was more in just disbelief of, like, I got to look up what this movie costs. <laughs> and shockingly, it didn't cost that much. It's just maybe they're good at stretching the budget on it. Yeah. But it But it, did the sharks I mean, it, it look like a- sharks? You, you know, like, whenever you're watching Star Wars, you're like, all right, this is a cartoon. Yeah. I, I don't want to watch that. Well, it, they, they were not completely realistic. I mean, guys are literally riding the sharks, so they're not, you know photorealistic sharks, but it, it looked, it, in, in the context of the movie, just to sum this movie up, I'll tell you the scene, there's one little moment, and somebody else mentioned this as well, that sums up the type of movie this is. There's a scene where um, Patrick Wilson, there's like an arena battle, like a, like a gladiatorial fight going on, and they have these awesome drums, like typical tribal drums, like they're fighting, and you hear this, and it pans over, and it's literally an octopus surrounded by drums going with all eight of his tentacles. And you're like, that's the type of movie. I, this movie knows what it is. Yeah. It's big and it's stupid. It's dumb. Yeah. It is dumb. And they, they, they know how dumb it is. But, uh, so being that none of the superheroes are underwater, does this movie have a point? Uh, does it have yeah, a I mean, point? You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, Aquaman, <laughs> they, like Ashley said, they always claim he's the dumbest character ever who goes under the sea. <laughs> nah, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Superman it, down it, there. A, it, or, it, no. was, it was basically black. It, it was like the same sort of cliched plot of like Black Panther had that same cliched plot where you know a lot of movies where it's like we have an asshole is going to take over Atlanta, the kingdom, but yeah. but but you're but he's not the true king. You're the true king, so you have to come back and stop the asshole king. And it's, it's it's like a very cliched plot. Who's the who's but the villain? For the, Patrick no, Wilson, I mean, who character. was in a... Yeah, okay. Oh, his, it's a, I don't even know his name. He's called the Ocean Master. See? see there's literally guys like... I. There's literally a guy who's like, I am the Ocean Master. And you go, my God. So you so really can't stretch <laughs> past... I mean, stretch past this movie. It was there own, a lot of own land politics, too. It, it, it's extremely cheesy, but it's... It, like, I recommend it just for how fucking crazy it is. Like, it's... Watch the movie and be in disbelief of the amount of crap happening on, on your screen. Mm-hmm. I'm anxious to go, but, yeah, the kids went to see with their aunt the other day. They were like, Dad, go. And I was kind of like, eh. We, we went and ate Japanese and sushi. I, I was like, I'll pass. I, I, I really didn't have the interest to see it, but should I see it or should I pass still? Yeah, wait, wait you, you, you can wait for home video. It'll be out in, like, what, a week or two on home video? It'll be on a Disney service, though, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! Wait, yeah. Disney? No, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's right. Yeah, this is not. all right. Cool. So it's good. It's good. It's insane. So two big th- dippers up then, right? <laughs> big big dip dip. dip. Uh, uh, it's it's a cheesy movie, but just for the the spectacle of it, and for Amber Heard running around in her skimpy little outfit, Ooh. and hell, even Jason Momoa—that's a handsome dude. Ooh. Yeah. Whatever. I love following him on Instagram. He seems down to earth. Permission, permission to come aboard. <laughs> I like Jason Momoa. He seems like a fun guy. He seems like a rock type character where he's just like, not only he's like ridiculously buff and good looking and whatever, but he's also like a fun guy. And I hate him. Yeah, well, but, <laughs> I was but when you say, follow him on Instagram, him. <laughs> it seems like that, that he he kind of has an entourage. That, that you know what? That, you know, we're, we're all gonna have fun. 
you know, we're all going to go rock climbing or do this or do that. It just seems like yeah. if you're one of his buddies, you know what? You're just as rich and famous as he is because he's going to take you along. Hey, Momoa. Did you see the I'll photo of him with his bodyguards, by the way? That was funny where his body, like his bodyguards are like way smaller than him. <laughs> it's like, what? The, the, these are his body. These are Jason Momoa's bodyguards. He's like huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a monster. And the, and the, but, and the thing anyway. that it was, that Walker Shark we went to, I don't remember his line being all that. Well, that was pre-Aquaman. Remember that? that was well, they, they had just he was, announced he, him, I guess, right around that time. That was yeah. just Drago or Doggo. Yeah, he, was, was, he from... was literally – all he had done before Aquaman, he was Drogo for nine episodes of Game of Thrones. That was it. And he was in the horrible dead-on-arrival Conan the Barbarian remake. Right. right. And, you know, I started Game of Thrones season one, so I'm I'm digging it. Oh, I got to – uh, Got to catch up for April, buddy. And it's that's, a great what, that's show. what I want to do, man. And what they do yeah. with one hour. What yeah, they do with one it hour. Just gets re- it gets better, though. Like It's oh. crazy. It's everything that you guys have always told me about what a show can do with one hour. You're right, man. It's amazing what they do with one hour. You know what? What will happen is you'll watch Game of Thrones and you'll be like, Game of Thrones is as popular as Walking Dead, but Game of Thrones, the production value, the amount of money they put into this show, you're like, why can't Walking Dead do this? Like, Game of Thrones is making movies every episode. Yeah. With what, it's, what it does. And it's the same level of popularity, almost. Why can't Walking Dead have the same caliber? The Walking Dead will like, hang out in a dentist's office or something. The same forest. They'll, like, travel for, like, miles and end up in the same forest. But the Game <laughs> of Thrones has ten locations dragons, huge epic battles. The greed of AMC, man, like we always said, is going to destroy that show. I think. Yeah, nine. I think ten seasons in, it's it's. We can't call it destroyed. <laughs> yeah. You, you know. You know what I think. You know what I think. Instead of making a second Walking Dead show, why didn't they just put that budget into the Prime Walking Dead show and make it better, right, and bigger? Yeah. Get people back into it. Hey, can I say one thing that I've been hearing a lot nope. over the holidays? And people I work with, people on social media. Talking the whole Andrew Lincoln thing, just just let me say a couple words about this. If I was offered a job five hours from my home, right, to where I'm making $300,000 a year, my kids have no choice. We're going to move. Now, now, you're on a TV show to where you got to travel to the United States, and you give yeah. it up because you your, your kids won't. And I um I don't I don't get that. I said that I, I said that, that too a while ago. I, don't I said understand it. I said why it makes no sense. And I, I said why didn't he just move his fan? I mean I I don't know what's going on in his personal life, but it seems like with the amount of money they he probably made and everything he like. And I know it's a different country, but it's still the same language. You don't have to learn a new language. I was like, why don't they? Why didn't they move his family to Atlanta? They're living in the house. He moved his family to Atlanta, but they're living in the house the way that they are because of what he was doing on The Walking Dead. And, yeah. and you're going to give all that up? I, I don't understand it. I think it was his decision, though. I, the, I think it's one of those things where he said it's his family, but I think it's really he was wanting to move on. Like, he didn't want to be typecast as Rick for the rest of his life. And Walking Dead's going to go on for the next three decades, so maybe he just got tired of it. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted <clears throat> to try different things, and he just used the family line as an excuse. 
that show's going to go on long enough to where uh, we're going to have the episode where Daryl Dixon dies of old age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but, we're, Judith is going to be, like, the main character in, in we're gonna, Granny we're, Judith. We're going to be 80, yeah. we're gonna be 85 years old watching the show going, Hey, Daryl's dying of old age this week <laughs> I'm, on the show. I'm Sean Freeman. I'm Matt Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> Judith, Judith, Judith is going to be uh, little. Judith is going to be sixty, and we're going to still be watching the show. Like, oh, Judith is sixty. But Matt, but Matt, if you come down to Atlanta to Walker Stalker and you find a job making three million dollars a year, yeah, would you make no, your be a family? Cut, but yeah, would you make your family move, or would you be like, yeah, I got to give it up? But you're, assu- well, that's, but you're that's, assuming that's, that's why that's that's the whole issue with Rick. I don't think that's the issue at all. I think he just wanted to move on. And he used the well, family. Sean. Also, that that's three million American, which is which is only like fifteen bucks Canadian. Right, that's like a cheeseburger in Canada. Yeah, it always so. reminds me of the singer of of the Cranberries, Freeman Mama. Or I think I did that backwards, Matt. I, I was giving you incentive not to move. So three million American is twenty million Canadian. That's true, or yeah. something. I, I did that backwards. I but, think. Yeah, your money's better. But Freeman Mommy... I, I, don't, I don't exactly know what my thought is. Right. <laughs> but Freeman Mommy always liked the that. Cranberries, right? The, the band, the Cranberries. And they were so big and so monstrous of a band, right? Zombies. Yeah, played Zombies. on all the radio stations. And I remember the singer, Dolores, was like, you know what? We're tired. We're gonna take a two-year break. And then they come back. It's gone. You gave it up. Your shit's gone. People have moved on. I don't understand your issue. <laughs> Are you saying that money should, um, if you're getting paid a lot, that should override what you want to do with your family? I don't get it. I, I, I just don't understand it. If, if somebody offered me a job in England and I was making millions of yeah. dollars a year, my kids would move to England. You know what? This is better for the family. And the kids, okay, you're going to understand what if, if you're going to move. This is better for the family. But what if Angie said, I'm really satisfied with my career and your kids all have friends and Ashen's now uh, in his 20s, he's got a life, he's got everything. I mean, that's a huge consideration. It's not all about money. It's about quality of life. And I you're think just people would have to adjust. And put them in a my different family culture. would have to adjust. And, and I would, ha- I would ha- have to better my family. I, I, I don't know. It's just weird to me. But that's the thing. Maybe he thought that's not be- more money isn't bettering his family. Sure. He's already super rich, so... Maybe bettering his family is honoring how they where they want to live, right? True, true. But but I guess we get to the wrap up show. Uh, man, that bird box was hard to explain. I still, I still <laughs> it was. It, it was mainly hard to explain because I just don't, don't. I don't give a shit about it, and I'm like, well, there's nothing to talk about. She's walks around with a blindfold for two hours, and it's like. But, but, but when we talked end, about we it just, at work with guys, it's always been like, yeah, man, it's all right, it's all right. But that as far as it went, but I never tried to break it down. God, man, it made me feel I, dumb. Let me tell you, and the thing when is, people are, again, pe- there's people that are obsessed with this soon. movie. I said on IGN there was an IGN post. There was an IGN post about it, and I literally just said it was just an okay movie. I didn't even bash it. I said it was just okay. Oh, I saw people, <laughs> people fucking came at me like you would not, like. How dare? And, and it was like serious. People. people got like crazy by the fact that I said Bird Box was just okay. Yeah, I didn't even say it was bad. <laughs> I, I didn't even insult it. I said it was. I, said, I don't understand why people are going so nuts about it. It was just okay. Oh my what? fucking god! <laughs> like that's crazy. What? But, but guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. It is nice to be back. Ted, Matt, I missed you guys. I want to thank the zombies for listening. We missed you too, Yeah, Sean. brand new year. It, you never show up in chat anymore, Sean. Are you, are you, come back. 
I, I, I'm there. I, I've just, it's just been crazy, man. You know, my mother-in-law moved in with me and then she got put back into rehab. So we've been traveling to rehab and back and forth and work and yep. kids and soccer and wrestling, lacrosse and dance. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy, man. Crazy, man. crazy. But, uh, I'm here, man. I'm all love. I, uh, I, I'm just glad to be back. It's going to be fun <laughs> next week. We're you not talking love, bird Sean. box you next week. It's not going to throw. Our no, game. I don't I want to ever part talk two or next week. Bur- Let's ah, get back into it. I don't want to ever talk or hear about God. it again. No, no, no. We got it. This is a running series. I now hate though. this movie. Hey, guys, maybe we can have a podcast like that one Matt talked yeah. about. We can watch Bird Box every day. <gasps> yes. No, no. And every week we watch Bird Box again. Oh, man. I am totally down for this. We have to watch it every week and we have to talk about it for an hour. Okay, well, you, you watch it every week, and I will pretend to watch it, and I will talk about it every week. No, no, this is, okay, we gotta get set up with this VR stuff, and then every week it'll just no, be a live broadcast no. of us, like, I, like, it. It, if I have to watch Bird Box every week, I won't have to remove the blindfold to kill myself. This, by the way, no, I'm serious, this is a brilliant idea, watching Bird Box every week for, like, a year. No, no, <laughs> no. Please! No. Someone do this no. with me! <laughs> no. Oh, and we, like, live, oh, okay. Bye. Oh, man. No, I, I the thought of that I is you were like cool. the most excruciating sounding thing I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> so let's get to the wrap up show. Ted, where can people find you? Uh, Ted, I get on everything, and I put up a. Uh, uh, I was actually doing like uh, I do my little Ted played a scary game, and I you know I wanted to test on my mic, so I thought I'm just going to talk for an hour about uh, games from last year I liked. I was going to talk about or didn't like too. I was, I was going to talk about like Red Dead and why I didn't like it so much, and talk about. Sea of Thieves and God of War and Dead Cells, and it ended up being like, I talked like 30 minutes just about God of War, and I talked like 30 minutes, and I was like, this is going to be a four-hour podcast, so I said, I'm just going to break it up into parts and put them out, so it's like, uh, the first one, Sea of Thieves, is actually out on the VGO app, and it's it's Ted played a scary game, not-so-scary mini-2018 review show, that's the full name. (laughs) There you go, nice. (laughs) Or something. I don't know. I, I even offered to say, like, well, we could just, just call it something else. So I said, just call it, like, Ted Talks About... T- and, and Michelle's like, no, we're just going to keep the same name. It's like, okay, there you whatever. Go. Yep. But uh, it's up, and it's extraordinarily in-depth. If you want to know why I like that game so much and, and, and how it's evolved and uh, everything. I want to play. Uh, it's 27, 27 minutes. You can go listen to it. and it. Yeah, and let's definitely play it. I want Matt to play it, too, because sure. it's, it's a lot different. Like, Matt, you didn't see the volcanoes and shit, right? I have not yet, no. Yeah, they added like a the, the map is like thirty percent bigger now with volcanoes and earthquakes and all sorts of shit and all. It, I just want to see the boat move. So, Do you always start off on shore? Did you never leave the no. pier? <laughs> hey, guys are just yeah. Running you around. always start out. They you you start out in the tavern. You start out in the tavern, and then you go get a voyage from one of the vendors, and then you go move the boat and you sail. And do the voyage, and you get attacked by other players and skeleton boats and and, and megalodons Dude, and kraken. I was literally like looking Ted at said, unless you know what you're doing, it's super hard to get started. I was literally like, looking at like, yeah, how to, yeah, how to yeah, really yeah. drive a boat. I was like, there's got to be keys or some, something, an on switch. The boat is a very start it, 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 the the boat is very detailed. Like if you drive the big one, especially like you have all have to have all four people kind of working the boat to make. I'm it ready go. to work the boat, man. Work the boat. You got to work the mast. Yeah. You got to up and down that mast. Yeah. Dip, dip, dip. Let's, pl- let's play. Let's play tomorrow or Wednesday or let's play this. Let's Wednesday make a plan. Play I'm, I'm like two hours. I'm definitely down. Uh, Matt, where can people cool. find you? Okay. Uh, at Matt O'McFly, M A T T O M C F L Y. 
uh, on the No Sleep Podcast and the Video Game Outsiders Podcast Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock nice. on VideoGameOutsiders.com. And you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5 and my Xbox One gamer tag is DJ Freeman Daddy. So if you were friends with uh, Freeman Daddy 7 scratch that. That's my son, uh, Lyndon. He's g- going to be changing that. But please add me. And a lot of you guys have added me. I, uh, I added DJ you. I added Freeman you. Daddy. Thank you, Teddy. Uh, DJ Freeman Daddy. I think I got my, my avatar looking like me a little bit. Uh, but uh, DJ Freeman Daddy. DJ Freeman <laughs> Daddy. DJ Freeman Daddy. Add me on Xbox. And uh, I do want to give a shout-out. Uh, I got contacted this week by a long friend, Mr. J.P. Lebroni, which a lot of you guys that's listened to this show for a while used to remember J.P. on the early shows. Uh, he is living in Guam now, still in the military, which is, I think they're like a day ahead of us uh, from what he said. But, uh, you know, we caught up a lot, and you know what? It was, uh, it was good talks with you, Mr. J.P., and I want to welcome you back as a listener to the show. And uh, you know what? A good friendship. But J.P. Lebroni, thank you for listening. And uh, you know, I, I told you I was going to give you a shout-out. And I love you, man. And uh, thanks for contacting me, man. Ho- hopefully uh, Guam, I think that's near... Near South North Korea, right? Is that the place where they were talking about could be bombed? Maybe the Guam people. I don't know. Oh, they were they, they were threatening to bomb Guam or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. the missiles or whatever. But add me, DJ Freeman Daddy, and then uh, follow my DJ page is facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy, and add me on Xbox once again, DJ Freeman Daddy. And uh, guys, I miss you. I'm glad to be back. Uh, 2019 is going to be a good year, and you know what? We're, we're gradually rebooting the show. So hopefully the quality is getting better and better. We're learning as we go. Ted, is uh, thank you for lining up all the tracks and, and doing all the, the hard work and then sending it uh, to me to add all the little uh, it's, it's it's super It's super simple if there's no edits. So tonight will probably be super, super simple and fast. Nice. Yeah, I got to Okay. Which reminds me, I got to upload this. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. But okay. on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Tedekin, Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we can call episode ZombieCast 214. It's a Three fourteen. Three. Three fourteen. Pie. It's the pie it's the pie episode. Three fourteen. Oh. Three point one four one six. Punch 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 and pie. Everybody. Oh, by the way, if you haven't heard it, um on Ted's uh, Christmas episode of the VGO app, we sing <laughs> oh, man, if only Tiger could pull that up. But that won't make it to the cat. Maybe Ted, Ted, it's on, it? it's on YouTube. You know, you know what? It's it, it, I can edit it in at the end of the show. I will edit that in. Uh, okay. We Matt and I, as a joke, thought it'd be funny as shit. We we talked about this like a year ago. We both love Bing Crosby sings with David Bowie, and we uh, actually recorded that and we sang the uh, uh, Little Drummer Boy and we put it, it was in my podcast. <laughs> and it was and it was also on on I put it on YouTube. But we'll. Uh, I'll upload it here so you can hear it a little. We didn't have a Christmas show or a New Year's show because of the you know the timing of those days fell on you know show day. But um, I'll upload it here. It's quite it's quite quite beautiful. It's quite moving. So, it's quite moving. I I'm pretty sure uh, David and Bing Crosby both uh, rolled over in their graves. Nice in, in when we and restlessness. I, and I'll put it in the show notes so people will listen. So we present to you Matto and Teddy singing. Little drummer boy. Good night, zombies. Listen in. Come, they told me, pa pum pum 
A newborn king to see pa-rum-pum-pum. Our finest gifts we bring pa-rum-pum-pum. Rum-pum-pum, rum-pum-pum. Can it be years from now? Perhaps we'll see. Honor him, pa-rum-pum-pum-pum, when we come. Every child must be made aware. Every child must be made to care. Care enough for his fellow man. I pray my wish will come true for my child and your child too. You'll see the day of glory. I see the day when men of good will live in peace, live in peace again. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.